Hi, we're Cardigan Academy, your helpers for all things parenting, mental health, and education. I'm Devani. And I'm Stacy. And today we're talking about unique gift ideas. So you know how we talk about love languages? Yes. Some people's love language is giving gifts. Mm -hmm. Mine is more um, quality time, I think is my bigger one. But um, I do love creative gifts. So this is a really fun topic. Yeah, and you can totally theme gifts around whatever someone's love language is, right? Mm -hmm. Because if, if your love language is quality time, it'd be good to pick a board game or an experience yeah. that we go and do together. And if someone's love language is physical touch, you could get them a massage if you're not nearby. Or what are the other ones? Um, acts of service, something that they don't have to mm. do. Get their car details. Yes. <laughs> yes, or a house cleaner or something that they would be okay with, of course. But yeah. Yeah. It reminds me too of something we talk about in our parenting groups, the regular one and the minis, we talk so much about like knowing our kids, knowing other people. And I think that's what goes into thoughtful gift giving for me. I, I love when I get a gift or give a gift and you can tell this person really thought about what I like or vice versa. I just, I love that. And in our teen mini group this month, we are talking about giving and receiving gifts because this is a social interaction that I do think kids need guidance with. And one of the things we're going to be telling them is, you know, it's okay if you need to like make notes somewhere of things people mention. But what's interesting about that is um, my oldest is in our teen group and also my birthday was last week. Mm -hmm. And she was the one that coordinated with my husband to order my favorite cookies from our Aww. small local bakery because I had said, oh, this it's a ginger cookie. And so this time of year, I like to go on their Instagram and, and check because they list every week what they're having. And I'm like, are the ginger cookies there? No, okay. And when they are, I'll go and like... Is this Whirling, Whirling Dervish? Yes. I love, we love them. We love Whirling Dervish. And I'll go buy a lot whenever they are available. Mm -hmm. But her idea was to just specialty order some. And so I told her, like, we're going to be talking about that in the teen club. And I feel like you've already demonstrated that. It was really cool. That's really sweet. And I love seeing our kids grow into that when we, you know, we're making a point of really knowing them. And they, you know how they say kids, um, they, it's what we, what they see from us matters more than what we say. And so when they see that we're really making an effort to know them and stuff, they absorb that too and and give it in return i think that's something they grow into as they get older but it's a beautiful thing to see so how do you feel in your family about giving things that are on a wish list versus surprises so we're all about surprises and i don't think we've ever 
I don't think we've ever made a wish list. If grandparents or something ask, then we do, but often the kids respond with, I like surprises. <laughs> so um, I think we're also a family that, people think this is crazy, but we tell each other where we're hiding the presents because none of us want, it's, some people are like, that's nuts. Then people will look, but no, we do it so that we don't accidentally come. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my family did that for my birthday. They were, I had to go down to the basement for something and they were like, don't look at, I was literally like covering the side of my face. <laughs> so I would fit in well with your family. Yes. We do Amazon wish lists and I think that's fun for our kids because as they've gotten older, we've given them more control over it mm -hmm. and they're able to like add things throughout the year and then take things off if maybe they change their mind. But it's almost like um, the freedom to window shop without yeah. I want, I want, I want. Yes. And then it's just there, right? Somebody can check in and it's not like the gimmies, like I want these things. Right. And then yeah. family will usually ask right before because we have they both have December birthdays too. So someone will ask right before our wish lists updated, or maybe someone needs to add some things. And, and so that's fun. And we like to um, switch it up. Like Daniel's birthday is coming up and there's something that I told my husband about this morning that I don't think is even on Daniel's radar. It's something mm -hmm. that he loves that has a new and updated version out. And oh. so I said to my husband, like, this will be the surprise for the birthday. Yeah. So we like to try to switch it up in that regard. Yeah. He is, Dan's coming up on double digits, right? Yes. Yeah. <gasps> so exciting. He turns 10 this year and Evelyn turns 13. So they're oh. both big birthdays. Yes. This year. Yes. Yeah. I, I just, oh, it's something, there's something I remember as a kid being so excited to have two digits. I was always like, I know today's kids are not in a hurry to grow up and I can't say that I blame them. But when I was a kid, I was pretty excited to grow up and be an adult. And so double digits was exciting. And yeah, 13 is a teen. You're going to have a teenager for real in the house. Yeah. So exciting. You do such a good job in our Parenting 101 club sharing ideas for those birthdays or any birthday mm -hmm. and just making, making birthdays, but also making the everyday special and connecting with your kids. So you're just very astute to that and good Aww. at it. Well, thank you. I, I will say that I love birthdays and marrying my husband, he comes from a family where he's the oldest of six boys and the youngest are twins, but only two of the six boys have their own birthdays because the oldest two by, by chance were actually born on the same date, two years mm. apart, same as their parents' anniversary too. It's just wild. Um, so they would sometimes alternate, you know, family party or doing something with friends. Um, and you know, they, they recognize, I mean, they celebrated birthdays, but they, they didn't like go all in on them. And I love going all in. And I realized once like what it is about birthdays that I love so much. And I've shared this with some people who have responded to me that now that they've heard that it changed their perspective on birthdays. I was saying that like, it occurred to me that there's so many things in our lives, especially in our culture that we celebrate that are like achievements and accomplishments. And you did this thing, you retired, you graduated, you whatever. And that's great. I mean, absolutely celebrate that. I think what I love about birthdays is like, we're just celebrating that you exist, right? That you're here, that you have graced the world with your presence and we get to honor you and we're celebrating 
you, not something you've done or not done or whatever, which that's great too, but just you. And I love that. And I love that perspective. Yeah, I do too. And it helps you reframe that so that mm -hmm. whether it's yours or someone else's, yeah. it almost gives you permission to just lean into it more. Yeah. 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 And I will talk about this with our teen group. So I think it's okay if I say it on the podcast too, but like not a spoiler, but um, I also keep a, a note. I have friends who do this too, but I keep a notebook and each page is dedicated to a different friend, family member, whatever. And what I try to do is just jot down little things I notice that they say, even if it's in passing, like, oh, a candy they like. I, my brain does a little like, uh oh, mm -hmm. put in the notebook. And so I, I think I use that one probably less for like holiday and birthday gifts, but more like just because if somebody needs a little pick me up, I'll refer to the notebook and, you know, see what something might, yeah. a little something. Yeah. Because today, of course, we're talking while well, we're, it's, this is coming out before the holidays. So if you're listening in the future, these ideas are good for whenever, but we are thinking approaching the holidays, but it is applicable to birthdays or just little pick-me-ups. Or I think I've mentioned before the um, blogger doing my best used to do crappy day packages. And so she would send someone a whole package of little things, mm -hmm. you know, your favorite granola bar or uh, a, pa a pack of really cute stickers. And so it was inexpensive, almost like stocking stuffer-esque. But then yeah. anytime that person was having a crappy day, they could open it and just feel that little pick-me-up they needed. Serotonin, right? And yeah, that's just such a nice idea. And those are fun for, you know, now that I've got kids in college, um, I, I like to try to do something at least like once a semester. Just I know when I was in college, I liked getting packages. And so sometimes it's, you know, hey, it's Halloween. Here's a bunch of Halloween candy or, you know, a way to decorate your room for Christmas or I, I don't know. It varies. But like I just sent one that's all about, you know, just dealing with stress and anxiety. My daughter's in her senior year and has had a really, really, really busy couple months. So it's all these like, you know, pe papers and notepads with little sayings and little squishy things, kind of like fidgets and just sort of a kind of like a relaxation, um, anti-anxiety package sort yeah. of thing. I love theme. Someone could totally do that for someone for the holidays or their birthday or just because mm -hmm. and include, we have Cardigan Academy gift cards available. And so you can pick the amount and the receiver can put it towards anything. Mini Cloop, two-on-one, one of our eight-week 101 Cloops, parenting or therapy 101. And mm -hmm. That would just be such a nice addition with some tactile stuff too yeah. that it would pair well together i often think that our gentle parenting classes would be such a unique gift for new parents mm -hmm. or even parents that whose kids are older and just it's just approaching so the teenage years yes yes yeah. absolutely uh, it's just a game changer and it you know, it gives them, it, it's a gift to the parents and to the kids because the parents get to, you know, meet with us and other parents virtually once a week. It's like a, a lot of them have described it as it's like me time, you know, a little bit. And then the kids benefit because the kids, we have reviews from kids who have said, I like Cardigan Academy classes because mommy's happy and daddy's happy after they 
go to one. <laughs> so <laughs> when the kids notice the difference, that tells you a lot. Yes. And speaking of family gifts, uh, one of my favorite things during the holidays was after we had all opened our individual presents, there would be one board game to the mm -hmm. entire family every mm -hmm. year. And I always looked forward to that for a couple reasons. So a lot of the ideas we're going to share today in true Cardigan Academy fashion are more about like the philosophy of gift giving versus Specific. go get this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like 10 things for a 10 year old boy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the board game was fun because I always like to give and receive gifts that you can participate in after. So what I mean by that is there's a little bit of a letdown, right? After mm -hmm. all the presents are opened and maybe you're still hustle and bustle and eating the food, but I always wanted a book to read, a game to play, a yes. puzzle book to dig into. Um, and when I got older, it was more like clothing or makeup to mm -hmm. experiment with and kids toys, obviously. Although one of my pet peeves is when the holidays are so busy, and we just talked about this in a mini clue, mm -hmm. that kids open the toys and then immediately have to go somewhere else and yes. don't get to enjoy just playing. Because yeah. we had one kid in our family, you could probably guess, who <sighs> would open one gift at a time and then get very overwhelmed that we wanted to keep going. Mm -hmm. They wanted to kind of just savor that and mm -hmm. this was the same kid that would say I just feel my emotions longer than most people like they were truly able to articulate that as a preschooler I am sad longer I am happy Aww. longer I want to enjoy the gift I opened longer I don't want to yeah. move on to here's another one here's another one I want to enjoy yeah. that experience for what it is and so if that helps you frame your schedule for the holidays or even birthdays mm -hmm. I think that's a beneficial conversation to have with kids and anyone. I mean, I even did that for my birthday. I had some birthday messages on the Marco Polo app that I waited to listen to the next day because I was like, I'm just going to save those for tomorrow. Yeah. I want it to last. Yes, I agree. I, it's You've got me thinking of all these things like knowing what people are okay with and not okay with talking about kids. Like it took several years into you know doing birthday parties we love theme parties with our kids that eventually they said the part they hate the most they dislike opening gifts in front of people and that like pressure to react mm. and all eyes on you and being the center of attention they really don't like that and it occurred to me like okay you know what this is something i've always seen done in a party oh we're gonna open all the presents and all the kids gather around and we did that for a number of years and then when I heard this, I thought, like, they said, can't, can I just open them afterwards? My first instinct was to say, oh, I don't know, that could be like rude, you know, but then I realized, you know what? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Like just, we started to do that and my kids do like write thank you notes. So yes, it's still acknowledged or even just a, a message. Hey, I opened this. I'm so excited right. about it, but it was less, they could enjoy opening it. They enjoy opening it more when it's like that. And then for Christmas, we actually do a Portuguese tradition because I'm 100% Portuguese and the in Portugal they a lot of the festivities are more Christmas Eve and so we do a big dinner and then we open all our presents we don't do Christmas we actually sleep in on Christmas morning um, which is awesome <laughs> but um, we definitely take our time I mean it's like 
hours. And it's not that it's a lot of stuff, even the stocking stuffers, we each, no one opens at the same time, unless it's like a similar item and we're like, you know, go. But we just, we really take our time and we talk and, you know, the dogs are getting into stuff and we just, the whole evening is just, it is very savored and I love that, but we don't live near any extended family. And I think that kind of helps in the sense that we're not really going anywhere. We, when we right. visit family, we prefer doing it in the summer. Okay. So I have several questions and comments and I hope I can remember them all. I don't have paper <laughs> to be writing it down. So first, what I wanted to say about the kids opening and a birthday gift, I was told as a very young parent by another parent, and I realize now that I have done a lot of my work on myself, that this was just an opinion of theirs. But I was told that it was tacky to have your kid open gifts at a party. Mm. But I was always of the same thought process as you in that when my kids brought a gift, they enjoyed watching yes. the party child open it. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting because I'm thinking about pairing these two things together because my kids have recently said, can we please not sing happy birthday to the birthday kid? They, that's something <laughs> they're like, this is weird. I don't like everyone looking at me while and singing, serenading me. Kate hates that song so much. She's like, it's an awful song. It's never in key. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> it's that same sort of like watching and the reaction. A lot of babies cry. Like, think mm -hmm. about it. It's weird, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> but I'm thinking, okay, so your kids have this request that they, they don't enjoy opening gifts in front of people. Totally valid. And then the one thing we used to do sometimes is if we ran out of time to open gifts at a party, my kids would bring it home and I would record them opening it. Oh. And again, like, if you feel the pressure of a reaction, you don't ever have to send it. When it was like an authentically mm -hmm. enthusiastic response, then I mm -hmm. would send those videos to the individual friends. So it was like, yes, they got to see it. Or I'm wearing the shirt you got me for my birthday. And I was like, I wanted to tell you how soft it was. Like, I think it's nice to give a specific. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. the other thing I'm, I was thinking was I, I, I told my husband, I want to make the, I want to start including these in gifts, um, especially baby shower gifts for parents. Mm -hmm. And he said, you should actually make a printable of that and make it available on your website, still playing school. But it's just a little note, because I always forget to say it, that mm -hmm. says something like, if you are sending thank you cards, please don't. Please use that time instead to soak up this time with your baby. Aww. We know you're grateful. Yes. We are grateful for you. And like part of our gift is like letting go of that yes need to be acknowledged or yeah. whatever that is and so wow. here is like so many things we're talking about it's not just the gifts it's mm -hmm. the giving and and that's why this was our teen club idea this month the giving and the receiving and the conversations about it and making sure that it's an open line of communication so everyone can truly say what works for them and no yes. one gets hurt because of expectations or traditions mm -hmm. that don't fit and then the question I was going to ask you, two things. Do you wrap stocking stuffers? Mm -hmm. We do. You do? Yes. And then do you do stockings before gifts or after? We do it before. Okay. And it, yeah, that's so our, in our house over the years, like, you know, we've done Santa trying to navigate this in case anybody's listening yeah. in the car with kids or something. But um, in our house, Santa would fill our stockings and we do it on Christmas Eve. So, you know, we'd be one of 
his first stops in North America mm-hmm. <laughs> and up late. Um, and so, yeah, that's um, how we, and we continue that tradition. Like, and, and the dogs have the stockings. And yeah, our cats have, have stockings too. <laughs> Their names are on them oh. and they love to unwrap gifts. And it's just, yeah, it's really fun. And that makes the savoring also take time. It's just, just we make sure there's the same number of items so that we're all going around and i love that as the kids have gotten older they've taken over our stockings like mine and uh mart's yeah so i mean mark and i get stuff for each other too but there's even more surprises as your kids get older because they're in on it so that's really right yeah my husband's family does stockings last but my family always did them first but neither Mm. of us wrap yeah Yeah. it's interesting yeah how, how different that can be So we asked on social media what people's most unique gifts ever were. Zelly and Jessica and Barb, all of them were talking about gifts where someone really thought about what is this person into? So for example, this wasn't any of theirs, but knowing someone really cares about the environment and getting them gifts that are sustainable or knowing someone has a really hard time in the winter and getting them Hugo type gifts mm-hmm. or knowing that they've just passed an accomplishment. And so even though it is a Christmas gift, you might get something that's related to the fact that they just took a big step either in their career or their personal life and celebrates that. One time my friend Pat got my husband and I matching mugs that say hubby and wifey, but they have like sugar skulls on them because <laughs> Day of the Dead is something that I didn't even know about before Violet died, but she actually died on that day. And so it did become something that I was like, wow, what a wonderful way that this culture celebrates those that they've lost. So we just have like these matching mugs now. And every time we use them, not only are they like pairing us together, but it it means that symbolism that my friend has acknowledged as well. Yeah, that's beautiful. And it shows how much she knows you. Yeah. And that's the... It's like double gift. You get the mug, but you also get the warm fuzzy that someone knows you that well. I love that. One of the ones that got shared was by Zelly that I thought was very sweet. And basically um, her partner, Glenn, had had a day that he was doing yard work. And a month or two later, he said he had her go outside and said he had a surprise. And it had taken that long, but he had planted her favorite flower, a poppy, and it had bloomed. And that's such a thoughtful thinking ahead gift too, because yeah. you know, you're planting and waiting for that to bloom. And I thought that was really sweet. And that's really symbolic of their relationship too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. The time investment and watching it blossom. I yeah. love that. I do too. I thought that one was really, really sweet. Jessica shared that she likes experiences. And then she sent me an image she had found online that is um, actually, and we'll share this on social media, but it's 52 clutter-free gifts. Our Cardigan Academy gift cards actually fit quite a few of these. Mm -hmm. But what I loved is like, I love to categorize stuff. And these were categorized under experiences, which she had asked for. So I would wager that quality time is probably one of her highest love languages. But then also classes, time. So this is more that house cleaner. Yeah. What's the love language for that one? Acts of service. Yes. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm oil changes on there um that would be great because that is a phone call i am putting off right now um (laughs) and then memberships i i see a lot 
lately, you know, mm. families, especially asking for less toys and more like buy us a membership to the museum or yeah. put some money towards their karate or art lessons for kids. Um, and then the last is a personal favorite of mine, which is consumables. So that's anything you can eat or drink or body products or stationery. I like to think about stuff that gets used up, but maybe you still, maybe you would buy someone something that they had never heard of before, or that maybe mm -hmm. is a little bit nicer than they might typically buy themselves. And I know yeah. you, food is a favorite of yours. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you cannot go wrong with getting me food. <laughs> Rob recently went and couldn't find um, Mike's Hot Honey, which was one of Stacy's recent extracurriculars. And he came home with Nathan's. I and we're like, there were others. Nathan? Who is Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And knowing Rob, you're going to have to eventually find Mike's Hot Honey and compare. Well, he, yeah, he has had Mike's and this time he couldn't find it but yeah he'll have to do like a rating scale of yes who, who's hotter mike rob who's hotter <laughs> mike or nathan who's hotter who's sweeter <laughs> that's funny i i was thinking too of like looking over these five categories a gift card to cardigan academy checks every one of those boxes you would you would be yeah. fulfilling five categories at once when i think about gifts that like stand out in my mind and there's i really do love the very sweet creative ones um there was one year that i did hearts on you know that thing that goes around where you do a heart every day for the month of february and you stick it on the bedroom door of your kids and i did it for my husband i did it for my kids it was a lot of fun to do something you love about them i had so much fun doing it and they loved waking up every morning and looking for what the new thing was and um I, I enjoyed doing it. And so that year for Mother's Day, they filled out a bunch of hearts, the things they love about me. And then they put it on this like kind of poster size, small poster size and in a frame, like they're all the hearts are there. So they didn't do it on my door, but they did like a variation on the theme, which yeah. is so sweet. And I have it hanging up near my computer. I just, I love it. We do the thing because we have two December birthdays where we buy each child an ornament every year that has something to do with something they did that year. Like mm -hmm. I have already told Evelyn, hers probably this year is going to be Gilmore Girls related because we watched <laughs> that this year. And um, Rob and I both sign it and write the date. And so it's that same sort of idea of a memento, like mm -hmm. framing something special or finding a way to take something from that time period and time capsule it. Yes. Yes. I love that. We have a similar-ish thing. Um, most of it is like a place that we've gone or, you know, we always get like a, a keychain because that's the way to get a cheaper ornament. But we, a good <laughs> we idea. get something, right? Or sometimes we've had to fashion one if they don't have an ornament or a keychain. But we have a, a tree that's all places we've been. And so when we decorate, we're reliving like, oh, remember going to Louisa May Alcott's house or, you know, whatever. Um, we also, one of my, one of my favorite gifts that Mark got me one year was we're Harry Potter fans. He got me this very rustic looking sort of like a, it looks like a, you know, mortar and pestle. It, it kind of looks like that, like a bowl, you know, and he got me a wand. It's like a regular wand not like a Harry Potter Universal Studios one, like just a, a wand, a bowl, and then 
a little treasure chest box that when you open it up, it's got all these little clear capsules that you like, and it ha inside is a rolled up piece of paper. And so just like in Harry Potter, they would go in the pensive to recall memories. Each paper is like, a memory that he has of oh something we've done. It's really sweet. That is so sweet. <laughs> and then he put some empty ones in there like to create more memories. And it's just, you know, thematic, it's thoughtful, it's fun. I love stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's really good. That's amazing. You know, it's taking something someone loves and expanding on it. What was that traditional story that was like he got her a Oh yeah. The gift of the Magi. Is that what it is? Yeah, he got her hair. Something with her hair. Like combs for her hair. Yeah. But then she cut her hair right. to earn money to get him. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking. What did she get? This is when people at home are yelling. No, wait, did he sell gl gloves? Oh, crud. Wait. Well, my question <laughs> for you was, have you ever seen the Sesame Street version? What, no? <sighs> I want to. I don't know if I should tell you and like ruin it or like. No, send me a link. I have to see this. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's like I know the the concept of the gift of the magi, but now I'm like annoyed. It's oh Henry. It's I'm looking it up because it's bugging me. <laughs> yeah, and while you're doing that, I'm gonna say that we're saying something and people at home are driving or listening <laughs> and yelling it, and their family's like, why? Oh, <laughs> And the other thing is you can go to our Cardigan Academy page on Anchor. So if you just Google Cardigan Academy and Anchor, there is a way for you to record a message to us there. And this is our holiday wish list from you. We would love to get a message from you. You can submit a Dear Cardigan Academy. You can just say hello. We may or may not use it on the podcast. So just so you know about that. And then the other thing we wanted to ask was, instead of ending with an extracurricular this episode, we thought, why don't you write in over our winter break and tell us, what are you watching? What are you reading? What are you eating? What are you loving? And then maybe we can share those when we come back on our cafeteria time of like, yes. everyone's extracurriculars. Wouldn't that be fun? I would love that because I do love hearing what people are. Well, when we share all that stuff, that's how we all discover good shows, good books, good foods. I, so yeah, that'd be so much fun. We love doing the podcast, but it is very out of our element that Stacy and I aren't getting the reciprocal, like, and what about you? That's what we do in everything through Cardigan Academy. So it just feels very bizarre to be like, Bueller. anybody? Yeah. Bueller. Did you find it? I did. It was a watch. He sold his watch to buy her the combs. This is like total spoiler alert. <laughs> Actually, this isn't really a spoiler alert. It's like we've yeah. already spoiled it. So spoiler apology. And how old is it? Like I, uh, 1905. So if you haven't <laughs> read it yet, I mean, that's on you. <laughs> it's over 100 years. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's past its expiration date. <laughs> it's like when people were like, have you? you seen Titanic? I won't tell you the end. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so he sold him a, band? a chain. Oh, she bought right. him a chain for his watch, but he had sold his watch to buy her combs for her hair. It's so she old. Cut her hair. I know. It's so old. I have like a watch band. It's like, no, a chain. That's 
they hadn't gotten to bands yet. Like, <laughs> Debbie, it's 1905. Well, maybe a good They're lucky they had a watch. So to update it when it comes out as a nice <laughs> watch band. <laughs> what would be the modern version? Like, she would be, like, selling her phone she and he got her, her phone yes. case. Yes. yes. <laughs> what would he sell to get her the phone case? Like, oh. he would, and then she would get maybe a watch and a watch band. <laughs> Do people wear watches still? I do. Oh, I don't have it on right now, but oh. I, I wear one every single day just because I really like watches. Like I, I love the look of like a, a leather, just, I don't know. I like it. And I also do still look at my watch for the time. So maybe it would be, his would be like, um, earbuds to go with his laptop and she sold the laptop. I don't know. Oh, I was going dark. Like he sold his ears. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. That's that's Edgar Allan Poe. He's gonna do <laughs> the telltale gift of the Magi. <laughs> well, happy holidays from Cardigan Academy. <laughs> you can't bring us back. <laughs> oh my gosh. We, we, we are taking a, a holiday break. We will be back mid-January and we will be doing some re-releases of our favorite episodes until then. Happy holidays. If you're interested in learning more about parenting, education, and mental health from our therapist teacher team, check us out at cardiganacademy.com. And we are also on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.